0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is inspired by Team Hirsch. Um, sometimes my team comes to me in our huddle or, or ads team meeting that I'm on once a week and asks me to do podcast episodes, usually because it's um, conversations they've had a few different times with the different clients, and so they know it's very needed in the industry. They also like to use these episodes to actually send to our clients to kind of get my voice and my expertise um Across to them so I love it when that happens because usually if we're seeing this trend with a couple of clients and having these conversations with a couple of clients then we you know it it means that other people need help with that so today we're going to talk about connecting your offer with your audience what I mean by connecting your offer with your audience is very much in alignment with the Hirsch process and the way that we do ads and the way that we look at marketing which is there is no cookie cutter strategy. There is no strategy out there that it's like this is the best way to do it. Everyone should do it this way because the best strategies are the ones that really take into consideration who your audience is, and who they um, who they are, what type of how they like to uh, consume content, how they like to consume um, things they buy, and the problems that they have, and just really considering them in the process. And I think that gets lost. Um, I was actually talking to an Ignite student on one of our support calls too. And same thing, this this same exact process that I'm going to, or mindset that I'm going to talk about was in this student as well which is we get this idea like okay we have to do this because I either saw it somewhere or we just think like it's a great idea it's the best idea ever and I've done this so many times myself it's like this is the best idea and you're so close to it that you actually like can't see from high up anymore that it's maybe not the best idea or maybe it's out alignment with your audience and so the examples that I've seen with this is where somebody creates an offer, usually because they think it would be fun to, de- to live, deliver that offer, like they have a good way of putting their content together in that type of an offer. They've seen somebody else do it. Um, maybe somebody told them they should do it and they're like, oh, that's a good idea. And they just get like they're just get stuck on it. They just get like, that is the way that I should do it. So um, an example would be, let's say that you have an audience who's super busy. And they don't have a lot of time to consume content. But you decide to create an offer that's going to require your audience to spend a lot of time on it. So let's say it's like it's a challenge or it's a course that's like very very hands-on and they have to show up you know five hours a week and like spend all this time on it but your audience is a very busy audience it's an audience of moms are really busy entrepreneurs um, people who don't have a lot of time there's going to be a disconnect between your offer and your audience and you have to be able to see that and understand that and really not only create offers and actually like sell things that will you know be right for your audience, but also position it so it's right. Because think about this. If you had an audience who was really busy and they didn't have any time really to consume content and you're fighting against that objection of time, then if you go out there and position your offer as we have all this content and we can you know you get to go through it and it's it's a 30 day you know intensive and and that might sound cool because it might feel like oh we're delivering a ton because we're delivering a ton of content but what your audience is going to hear is time your audience is going to hear like oh no i do not have the time to put into this and so therefore i cannot buy because it might sound like a great a, a lot of great content but it's not actually I don't have time for it, you know, and I'm not going to consume it. And so there's this disconnect because the content might be good, but the delivery of the content is not. And we ha- I had the same um, kind of conversation with an Ignite student where they were really set on how they were going to deliver this product. But when you got into it and you started talking to them about who their client is, you realize that their client is not somebody who's going to necessarily like that want that offer And so not only in like what you create. So like, should I create a course or should I create a challenge? But how it's positioned is so important that it takes into consideration your audience. Some of the biggest things to take into consideration are how they'd want the content delivered. Sometimes we think like, well, everybody would want live support calls or everybody would want, um, a live event, or a Facebook group, or um, you know, a hundred hours of video content. But everybody doesn't want that. Your audience wants probably very specific things. Have you gotten your hands on a copy of Ignite Your Impact? Ignite Your Impact is not only about conquering digital marketing and overcoming Facebook ad anxiety. It's about you. It's about changing your life and your business and positively impacting the lives of others with your offer. This book is the entrepreneur's guide to using Facebook ads to build an audience of true believers, make millions of dollars and spread their message like wildfire. Go to Hirshignite.com and learn how to radically connect with your audience. Focus your marketing spend, generate amazing leads, retarget like a pro, and even more expert-level secrets. Again, that's Hirshignite.com. I know my audience is super busy. So for example, we really push in our marketing. How much time we save an entrepreneur, especially by having our creative team and having our team um, who takes away all of that responsibility and puts the entrepreneur in a place of content creation and connecting with their audience, and we do all the implementation. And so, when I'm not only delivering my offer, because my offer is truly that, it is where we do all of the strategy and the implementation and the creative pieces of their ads and their marketing, but it's also how I talk about it, right? So my sales team, when they're on a call with a client, when I'm talking about my services in a conversation or when I speak or in a webinar, I'm focused on that pain point because I know that connects to my audience. So also in my course, I know that most of the people coming in are business owners who are busy. They don't have a team. Um, Some have a team, which means they're even busier and their team's going through it. So instead of creating... um, like very long videos and in-depth trainings, we break it out into a lot of short trainings. And I focus on that when I deliver the offer, which is very much, you know, very short, actionable trainings. And we have them, they have a student pathway checklist and they have a very clear guide and a path of what they need. And they only need a couple hours a week to go through the course. And we talk about all this. I talk about it on my webinar, our sales emails. And so I'm positioning the offer with my audience in mind. And so some of the biggest objections that you'll get are either time. I think time is one of the biggest ones. Did you create and position an offer that your audience is going to really feel like they want to go through that offer? They want to buy that offer and they have the time for it because sometimes we have a disconnect of like, oh, my audience might, like, I think it would be so great to do a 30 day challenge, but if your audience isn't, doesn't want that, then it's never going to work, right? Even if it's the best content in the whole world and it solves all their problems, th- if they're not going to stick around for it because they're busy, then it won't work, right? It won't convert. So time is a huge one. And then positioning. So sometimes, here's the mistake people make, is they think that their audience has this problem, but they the audience may not even know they have that problem. And so how they they position it is they're talking like at the next level so let me give you an example an ignite student um on a call was talking about how he um delivers a product that teaches people how to be great on video and he actually wasn't asking me a question about messaging but he he says you know we i have a um a course that teaches people how to be great on video. And he was assuming that people had already gotten to the place where they think I need to be great on video. And so I challenged him and I said, Well, why do people need to be great on video? Why does your audience want to be great on video? And he had to think through it and he's like, Well, ultimately, because they want to grow their business. And he said, Right. So if you go out and you sell this product or you even pitch your webinar and it's about be great on video, nobody's going to care because they're not sitting around saying, I need to be great on video. They're sitting around saying, I want to grow my business and I, in order to do that, maybe I need video, but you're going to have to convince me that you're going to have to make that connection for me as the brand. And so he was going to go out with this, you know, how to be great on video webinar. But the problem is it was, there was a disconnect with his audience. And then his same with his course, it was going to be how to be great on video, but it's like, you think everybody already knows because you're an expert, so you think everybody already knows. Oh, I need to be really great on video, but they don't. Like they they don't see that as the problem, and so you could talk about. You know, I, I gave him a bunch of angles so that he could go um, on talking about how to pitch on video or how to represent your brand on video or how to speak to your audience on video, so that you can grow your business, right? So there that there was that connection, and so you have to connect. Your offer and your messaging with your audience. And this is something that I think I see missed so many times, even though it like it might sound obvious when I'm saying it, but when you really think about it, you have to almost see it from a higher level. You have to almost remove yourself from where you're at and you're, you know, thinking like this is the best idea, and I have to like fit it into this box almost. And then remove yourself and see yourself as the audience and almost try to poke holes in what you're doing. Like ask yourself, you know, would my audience really want this? Would they really consume this? How could I make this better? How could I make this more clear? How could I speak to their problems in a clearer way? And go deeper with that. But most importantly, throw away the cookie cutter strategies, throw away the things that you think work, even throw away like your own ideas of this is how it has to be and getting stuck on that and just think about your audience. Take your audience into consideration because. That's why we're doing it always, right? To attract our audience, to sell to our audience. And so they are the most important people. And you have to make sure you're listening to them. And you're listening not only directly, if they're telling you these things directly, that makes it easier, but indirectly. Looking at like, how are they consuming content? What type of messaging are they responding to? What are they saying? What language are they using? All of those components and pieces that are so important in the success of your marketing. If you want help with your marketing and you want to work with Team Hirsch, we are so good at this. Like I said, this episode was inspired by my team who told me, Emily, we've had this conversation a couple of times with new clients coming on just to make sure like we were on the same page. Can you please do an episode on it? And I said, yes, of course, because it is so aligned with our process, which is, Anti cookie cutter strategies, customizing your strategy for your audience, for your product, for your offer, um, and making sure that your offers also connect with your audience and that you're creating something, but creating but also positioning what you have to offer so that it sells if you want to work with team hirsch um, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with us we only take on people we know we can help and we know we can partner with so you go through that application process and we will tell you if we can help you or not for sure we do turn away like 80 percent of the people that come through um, because we're so intentional with who we take on to maintain that amazing, we have over 90% client retention rate every single month. So thanks so much for listening guys. I'll catch you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast,